god what is the date february 5th it doesn't matter my back hurts do you guys ever have back pain i (laughs) i've been asking everybody in my life if they ever have back pain they all say yes apparently back pain is way more common than i ever thought but you know here i am i'm out here in these streets recording a solo episode of my podcast and you know what i feel fine everything's fine coming to you from my luxurious Honda Civic Hybrid, of which I I think I only have a couple payments left on this car. And then that's right, I will own outright a Honda Civic Hybrid. And um, honestly, I don't know how many miles I can drive this till. I, I honestly predict I could probably drive it to like 250. But my goal is to become so excessively wealthy and successful that me driving a Honda Civic Hybrid will be completely, um, well, it, it would just make me look silly. You know, I have heard stories about, you know, rich and successful, famous people um, not buying a new car when they get rich and because it's so bad for the environment. Buying a new car is so bad for the environment. It's worse than anything else you can do to the environment because the chemicals and the processes involved in actually manufacturing a car are so detrimental to the environment. You have no idea. You're releasing so much um, bad stuff in the air. So many carbons. Carbons? (laughs) You can tell I was not a science person. Except I was, though. In high school, I took AP Biology. I took... um, what was I in AP physics? I forget. All I know, I was in a physics class where I did really, really well. And um, it was all downhill after that, baby. I <laughs> I think I got an A in physics. And then next year, the year after that, I took AP bio. And I was just like, what is going on here? Um, I did not do my best in that class. I think I got a B. And, and to, a B to me, uh, somebody who used to be haunted by perfectionism was terrifying. My mom told me that when I was a kid, I got a B on something in first grade, maybe second grade. She said that I was so upset that I banged my head against the wall. (sighs) My parents didn't see that as a red flag. They didn't understand that they were raising a perfectionist child. And there was a reason why I had that perfectionism inside of me. It was because I never received uh, proper attention or or love. And um, with that, I just want to say I'm so glad that I don't, uh, I don't think my mom knows how to access a podcast. (laughs) There's no way. She does not know how to access a podcast because I talked to her earlier today. And the reason she wanted to talk was because she noticed that somebody had um, set the DVR at home to uh, record Teen Mom 2 and she thought that my nephew who is five years old 
um, set the DVR to record Teen Mom 2. And honestly, like, what great taste a five-year-old would have if he wants to watch that. Like, great. Um, Getting some education early. But it turns out that um, a woman who she gave her password to, because now you can, like, if you, if you subscribe to cable, like, you can watch everything online. You literally do not need to sit in front of a television like you used to and watch TV shows as they air in real time. You can just set the DVR to record anything, and you can set it, like, from your phone or from your laptop or whatever. So anyway, some woman who she gave the password to years ago apparently was recording Teen Mom 2, <laughs> which is insane to me because she was like some sort of like professor and that was like her, that's her show of choice, which is, I mean, is it a good show? I guess. Kifa. Kifa. <laughs> If you guys don't know what that is, then this isn't the podcast for you because I'll, I'll keep doing it. I don't care. Kifa. Um, I think she was back in the news recently. Janelle. Janelle Evans. She was on Teen Mom too, right? I don't know. Or was she on the original Teen Mom? She was a Teen Mom, guys. She was a Teen Mom. Uh, and, you know, and that's the perfect segue into the first topic I wanted to uh, bring up this week, because this is going to be, I've decided that the solo episodes, I guess they should be around 30 minutes. I'm I'm just experimenting with all kinds of things, guys, because that's, that's what I do. I'm an artist, you know, I just, I want to give the people what they want, which is apparently shorter podcast episodes. My sister said my podcast needs to be shorter, you know, but she's not out here making content. She's not trying to please the people. Teen mom too. Oh yeah. So this leads into um, the big news of the week. Uh, yesterday, while I was recording an episode with Samir Suri in the world famous comedy store, we missed the news that Kylie Jenner had her baby on February 1st. Guys, this is real. Kylie Jenner had a baby. <laughs> I I don't know why this matters to me so much, but I honestly, like, I honestly, like, think it's probably the best thing for her. I mean, she, she seemed to want to be a mom, like, so bad. She posted, like, a link to a pregnancy video on YouTube, and I watched it, and I got very misty. Because it was just so obvious. Like, say what you will about the Kardashians, okay? People people want to trash the Kardashians. They want to say bad things about them. They want to tear down women who own businesses, who are successful, out there doing it for themselves. Look, yeah, maybe they were born with a leg up in life. But guess what? So was I. I was born with a leg up in life. Maybe not as big of a leg up as they were. But, you know, I've, I've led a life of privilege, you know. I, um, what is something privileged that I've had in my life? Um, hmm, um, oh yeah, almost everything. (laughs) I went to private college. Does it get more privileged than that? I'm going to Pilates at eight in the morning tomorrow. I have Pilates at eight. I have therapy at 7 p.m. tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. I am privileged as fuck. Like, what am I talking about? Yeah. So, so they're a little more privileged than me, you know? so be it that's that's the way the world works you know the world is uh divided into the haves and the have-nots and um i guess the line between the haves and the have-nots is uh very thin but i have more than i have not if that makes sense (laughs) um yeah so kylie had her baby congratulations to kylie jenner who i will never know and never meet but i am constantly perplexed uh, by the appearance of her face because, you know, I mean, 
I mean, she's acknowledged what she's done to her face. And it's just very interesting to me that she went that extreme at a young age. Because she's only 20. But, like, you know, the lips, like, the fake lips, obviously, you know, unbelievable to me that... Well, first off, they don't even look that bad. But even though you know they're fake, they don't look as bad as, you know, other plastic surgery I've seen. Uh, Shout out to Dane Cook and his new face, which I did reference on my Facebook page. Maybe on Twitter also. No, I don't think I said anything about it on Twitter. Now I'm just referencing my Facebook posts. <laughs> but he definitely... Look him up on Instagram. Like, something is going on with him. And I, I respect Dane Cook. He's a great comic. He's very talented. I saw Mr. Brooks in the discount movie theater twice. A dollar theater. I went to see Mr. Brooks twice. If you haven't seen Mr. Brooks, go see Mr. Brooks. It's not in theaters, but I'm sure it's on, like amazon you can rent you can rent any movie on amazon now for like 2.99 or sometimes 1.99 like if it's something that nobody wants to rent i guess i don't know how the pricing works sometimes they have free movies if you have amazon prime well obviously it's not free i don't know amazon prime is a racket but i don't want to get into all of that um anywho uh, so speaking of the Kardashians, I did uh, recently purchase a pair of Khloe Kardashian's good American jeans. And I don't know if I like them. Like, first of all, I just want to say that I've never been a pants person. Um, my body type just, I don't know. It, like, I'm just not a pants person. I used to wear jeans all the time, um, you know, back in my younger days. And I don't know. I I always felt restricted by jeans and pants. I don't really know what it is. Just like the idea of, you know, like zipping something up and buttoning something and then having to worry about like having your fat spill over if you have any fat. And let me tell you, like, you know, believe it or not, I uh, was a very slender gal back in the day. When I was in high school, I was wearing size four Abercrombie jeans and I was uh five foot eleven. Well five foot ten. The same height I am now wearing a size four. That is like so thin. And everybody my not everybody, my my parents were telling me I needed to lose weight. So yes, there's another reason why I do what I do, why I'm a perfectionist, you know? Nothing was ever good enough. Nothing was ever good enough. You could be five foot ten wearing size four Abercrombie jeans, you know Big boobs, pretty face, boys looking at you, but your parents, you're not thin enough for them, you know? Should I talk about that in therapy tomorrow? <laughs> Probably. No, we're supposed to talk about um my, uh, my social life and my, I don't know, something about my social life and how to, like, date. Like, my therapist thinks I should go out on dates, and it's like, well, how do I do that? Like, no, like do people ask people out anymore? I don't think people ask people out anymore. They just like, um, have sex and they decide if they want to continue having sex with that person. I think that's what dating is now. You know, you just, you, it's try it before you buy it. And then if you try it and you like it, you keep it for a while. And then hopefully, um, you know, you can have conversations with that person. If you have conversations and good sex, I think that's, that's a match guys uh that's hard to find you know but it's out there it's out there kids keep dreaming um so my good american jeans uh they are uh they do have uh pre-ripped holes in them of course because i'm a woman of privilege and i think i do like them 
they're kind of stretchy but um they're very high-waisted and i just feel like they're very like restrictive i don't know what i think maybe they'll stretch out a little over time i didn't take the tags off yet that yeah that's right that's the type (laughs) that's what i'm doing right now i'm walking around with uh with jeans with the tags still on you know don't hate uh they may have to go back so we'll see um, I'll, I'll give them another shot and wear them one more time to see what I think. But, um, like the good American brand, you know, it's supposed to fit like all sizes. Like it comes in like double zero all the way up to like, I don't know, like size 28 or something. I won't tell you what size I'm wearing, but it's not, <laughs> it's in the middle guys. It's a size in the middle. All right. Not the smallest, not the biggest. Okay. I feel fine about uh, the size I'm wearing. It's all good. Um, but she also sells these like really cute, like body suits. Um, but some of them, you know, you know, they don't leave very much uh, to the imagination. Like there was one bodysuit where it was like, it was sheer. And like the only thing covering your breasts was like a big, like cutout star. <laughs> like it was very David Bowie-esque. Um, but there is one that I tried on a Nordstrom that has like, it's mesh and it's like see-through down the middle, like in between your tits. <sighs> Should I say tits? Um, yeah. And I think I want to buy it, but it's, it's really expensive. It's like $159 and I can't justify that uh, right now. You know, maybe if I come into some money, we'll see. Um, Yes, guys, you know, sorry, I shop at Nordstrom. You know, I don't want to alienate my audience, but that's just the lifestyle I lead. This is a glimpse into the life of a woman doing stand-up comedy alone in Los Angeles, living alone, shopping at Nordstrom, wearing Khloe Kardashian jeans, going to Pilates at eight in the morning, going to therapy at 7 p.m. at night, you know, eating fresh salads for lunch. I brought a salad to work and because, oh my God, I felt so bloated this weekend. I have no idea what it is, but I'm just like chugging so much water and just drinking salad no eating salad so yeah so I had salad and like two hard-boiled eggs and a can of tuna fish and hey, that's it for lunch and then I brought some I brought some fruit also I'm really trying to like detox on the carbs I think I'm eating too many carbs everybody's everybody's saying that carbs are bad I mean you need carbs obviously in moderation but people are like freaking out and going keto even though ketosis, like most people don't really reach true ketosis and they don't stay there because once you add carbs back in, like you gain weight back like a motherfucker and I'm not going to do that. But this week I'm eating only salads and I know this is a fascinating detail to you, but I'm I'm just trying to eat clean and not be bloated because I felt so gross yesterday. Um, Anywho, uh, the Super Bowl was yesterday. Did you guys watch? Pretty good game. I this little known fact about me, I do understand football. I do. My father taught me about football. His team, however, uh was always substandard. <laughs> he was a Jets fan, New York Jets fan. My dad is from uh Brooklyn, so that was his team. Um my team, I don't know. I I go back and forth. Like one of my favorite teams obviously is the Broncos because I lived in Colorado. I grew up there. And um yeah, they were not in it at all this year. It was a bad year for them. So we had the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Of which, you know, I didn't realize how big their their fan base is, but a lot of people I know in Colorado and a lot of people in California here in LA like love the Eagles. So I think this is like a pretty good uh pretty good game. You know, everybody's tired of seeing the Patriots win. You know, fuck it. Um except I did like that that Rob Gronkowski touchdown. Ugh, he is he's so attractive. I mean, he's in my top like He's in my top five most attractive men of all time. Um, I like I easily it's him. It's uh, John Mayer. Paul Newman. Who else was like really good? Like, I mean, I have a big thing for like JFK, you know, but he's dead. Yeah, yeah. I count dead guys in my hottest guys of all time list. You know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, but by far the worst part of the Super Bowl yesterday was the Justin Timberlake <laughs> halftime show. I think he's, oh my God, all of those songs that he said, first off, none of these Justin Timberlake songs from like 12 years ago hold up today. Like the song, what is it called? It's like Rock Your Body. When did that originally come? That came out like probably in what, when I was in high school, I would have to say that I think Justified probably came out in like 2002 which is insane that that's like 15 years ago, 16 years ago now. And he's still singing those songs, like acting like they hold up and they don't. I mean, it's a fine song, but it was a fine song 15 years ago. And then he did, um, oh God, he did Sexy Back. And it just seemed, everything just seemed kind of like um, forced and fake. And I'm so bored of him. I, I did have another controversial Facebook post where people were getting into it with me because I posted, if you're a grown adult adult who still likes Justin Timberlake, you're wrong. (laughs) Because I know a guy who like told me he's excited to see Justin Timberlake in concert. I was like, oh no, like, like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. I would never pay money to see Justin Timberlake at this point in my life. I'm so over it. I mean, First of all, what has he ever stood for? Is he an artist? Like, does he does he make actual art? Like, what is his message? He doesn't have a message. And the reason why he doesn't have a message is because he's not smart. He's not a smart guy. <laughs> have you, If you've seen this guy, like, talk in interviews, he's, he, there's just nothing there. Like, yeah, he's a good dancer. Sure, he can sing, you know, but he's not an intellectual. You know, he's not bringing anything unique or interesting to the type of work he produces. And also, he's kind of, like, weak of... Um, weak in his stances like he doesn't take any stances he's not political he stays away from anything that may you know upset his fans probably you know his conservative fans who i don't know he probably has his stupid album like on a special in walmart right now who knows he probably he's probably sponsored by walmart or some bullshit like that he's so corporate it's unbelievable which is fine. Like we need corporations, you know. I understand that we can't live in a in a society that's completely corporation free. But he's just, ugh, there's just something about him that's really bugging me. And I think part of it is the fact that, you know, the whole Janet Jackson debacle that happened in uh, 2004 at the halftime show, where you know he ripped off her part of her outfit and you know her nipple was exposed and. 
you know, she was the one who took all the heat for that. It To me, it's unbelievable that a tit, you know, uh, one body part, you know, a boob, a breast, a tit can can send so many millions of people into a tizzy. It's unbelievable. You know, a body part that all women have. More than half of the population has breasts, guys. But, you know, there's this over-sexualization of breasts that seems to be only in this country. You know, we have this very, like, puritanical ideal about what a woman should be and what a woman's body is for. And the message it sends is that a woman's body is for sexual purposes, you know, because we do have this type of culture where, you know, we look at a woman, we're like, oh my God, like uh, her naked body, you know, like we immediately react in a way that's like, oh, we shouldn't be seeing this. You know, people freak out. It's very strange. But, you know, I'm a sophisticated, privileged woman. And I did study abroad in Europe. And if you watch television in Europe, like on a nightly basis, you know, a show, let's say, for example, in the United States, they have a show like ER or like Chicago Hope, like a a hospital drama show, right? You know, you always have like implied sex scenes on these shows. Like I was watching a show a couple of weeks ago. Oh, God, what is the name of the show? It's the one with... um, the woman who has tattoos all over her body and she has no idea why (laughs) it's a ripoff of memento guys uh no idea what it is but there was like an implied sex scene so everything's implied you know on these shows especially on network television but in europe like the shows that you see on the networks there they'll just have the sex scene and there will be nudity shown you know and there's just like a healthier attitude towards bodies and nudity in europe and other places that we don't have here um the human body seems to be still forbidden here you know people People freak out about it. And I guess uh, it's deeply psychologically rooted in the minds of Americans that, one, bodies do something that is dirty or wrong. And two, bodies aren't uh, meant to be accepted because they do those bad, dirty things, right? There's just like this consistent hang up about human sexuality which is just baffling to me because everybody is obviously fucking in this country i mean what is the population now it has to be like 320 million like it it's it has to be over that by now god i mean you know <laughs> nobody nobody wants to see a tit you know on the super bowl you know, because because it's what it's God's game. It's America's game. God doesn't like that. God likes football. God likes football, but he doesn't like titties, which doesn't make sense because God created titties. So people, you know, if you are living in the middle of the country, get over it. Get over it. But anyway, Justin Timberlake, you know, he basically let... He basically let Janet Jackson take the fall there. And I think she lost a lot of money. Like she was supposed to star in some sort of biopic that never got made. You know, all this bullshit. And then he gets to go along on his merry way, you know, with his career. Nothing happening to him. Like he never really acknowledges it. And 14 years ago, he was, because uh, I looked up his age. He's 37 right now. And man, he was dancing like he was 37 years old. <laughs> Oh, this is very stiff, you know. The choreography has changed over the years. I see you, Justin. 
Um, so yeah, she took the fall and, uh, nothing happened to him. You know, he had no real comment on anything. And then at the Golden Globes a few weeks ago, he's wearing a Time's Up pin, uh, which is doubly ironic because he's also starring in the latest Woody Allen film, which I think is called Wonder Wheel. I don't think anybody has seen this. I, I didn't even see it in theaters. I'm not even sure if it's out. It doesn't matter. I'm I'm not going to go see it. If I ever see a Woody Allen movie ever again, I will be wearing a wig and a hat and a scarf and glasses. <laughs> so I'll be in disguise, guys. Because, oh boy, like, yeah. I mean, it, it, for anybody who's been following the story with Dylan Farrow and saw her interview, I mean, to me, there's just, I don't know, there's just no way that I, that this, that she wasn't molested by him allegedly mol- I'll say allegedly molested guys because I don't want to get sued into oblivion I need money to go to Pilates and I need money to go to therapy so I'll just leave it at that yeah but Super Bowl halftime show so bad next I recommended I think next year they should have like 21 Savage and Metro Boomin and Big Shot. It should be like hip hop. Like, honestly, it should be hip hop and trap. And maybe it could be Kanye West. I don't know. Like, I know Kanye is like, you know, kind of controversial. They probably wouldn't like that at the NFL because they have like, they just get in a tizzy over there. They just seem very conservative and very corporate minded, obviously. And, you know, Goodell is, you know, sorry, but you're (laughs) not a good guy. (laughs) Always, you know. Just some of the things he's done. Um, what else? Oh yeah, I uh, I did meet John Mayer last week. I didn't uh, tell you guys about this yet, but I met John Mayer, and in one of the solo episodes previously, I said that I wanted to meet John Mayer, and that when we met, something magical would happen. And guess what? It did. Because he said hi to me first, and he complimented me on my roast battle performance, because I did roast with John Michael Bond. John Michael did win. Congratulations on that win. Uh, You deserve it. But um, John Mayer said hi to me and said I was good. (laughs) Which is amazing to me because I've seen him in concert so many times. And I told him straight up, I was like, I've seen you in concert like 17 times. Like, I don't even know how many times I've lost count, but it's, it's been a lot. I mean, it's been like thousands of dollars and hundreds of hours spent on this. And people, people may think I'm insane, you know, but I just, I love John Mayer. You know, what can I say? Like, everybody has like somebody who you know, they're really into who, you know, they spend that sort of like time and attention and money and energy on. And for me, it's John Mayer. And as soon as I told him that he hugged me and it was amazing. And, you know, and I forget kind of like, uh, I should have, you know, taken better note of what he smelled like. I think he smelled just kind of like shower fresh and clean, you know, just like a clean guy, you know, which is like hot. Um, but I should have I should have breathed in more deeply in that moment, and I I didn't. Um, he was wearing some sort of turquoise necklace, which I envied because I I love turquoise. Honestly, we're soulmates because you know he loves turquoise, I love turquoise. Um, he appreciates my art, and I appreciate his art. And um, you know it's all it's all up from here, baby. <laughs> Do I sound crazy? I don't know. That was amazing. It was great. And he took a picture of us. But before he took a picture, I had my cell phone out. And um, my wallpaper is, it's a picture of John Mayer that was used on the cover of an infamous 
Rolling Stone issue in which he uh, dished on his uh, love life with Jessica Simpson and he like called her sexual napalm. So I have that picture where he's like shirtless in bed with a guitar and you could see his tattoos and everything. <laughs> and he's and John Mayer saw that I had this as my wallpaper on my phone and he and he looks at it and he goes, um, am, am I always on your phone? And I was like, um, yeah, you, <laughs> you are. I just I cop to it. It's fine. Only two men have made the wallpaper of my phone. It's John Mayer and Rob Gronkowski. So, fellas, if you want to make it onto the wallpaper of my phone, first off, you need a good shirtless pick, and you need to be John Mayer or Rob Gronkowski. But honestly, I'm open to um, future suggestions. So, that was cool. And I'm sure I'll meet him again. He comes to the comedy store a lot. Um, he he loves comedy. He kind of dabbles in it, too. But, you know, maybe he needs my tutelage. Maybe he needs my help getting uh, a tight 10 together. We'll see. <laughs> Um, oh God, what else? Hmm. I shot a short film this weekend. That was pretty fun. I, you know, I, I want to put this out here, but I, I do act. I still continue to act usually only when people ask me to be in things, but I was asked to be in a short film, uh, by my friend Joshua Turek. So I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, memorizing my lines, I was kind of worried about. I only had like three lines, but one of them was kind of chunky. (laughs) But, um, God, my memory, like, I I feel like as I've gotten older, my memory has gotten worse. And I don't know if it's, you know, just age or, um, because I've had so many vodka sodas in my life that, you know, I just can't retain any information. And before I drink vodka sodas, folks, let me tell you. My drink of choice when I was like 23 or 24, I used to drink like Adios Motherfuckers, uh, Long Island Iced Teas. Obviously, the Adios Motherfucker is a variation on a Long Island Iced Tea. It, it It's everything that's in a Long Island Iced Tea, but instead of Coke, you use uh, Blue Curacao to uh, top it off, you know, giving it that blue tint. Uh, and yeah, those drinks will fuck you up. What else is there? There's an LA water. I used to drink those too. Oh God. So gross. I think that one has Chambord in it. I think it's called an LA water because it it looks like kind of polluted. (laughs) It has, that has to be why it's called that. But yeah, I've really classed up my drinks. Now I just drink vodka soda. Honestly, a vodka soda is better anyway. Just like, you know, calorie wise, you know, cause of I mean, there's so much, there's so many calories in alcohol and people don't realize that. And I, I think I can probably attribute, uh, my late twenties weight gain probably to, um, alcohol, not primarily, but definitely a contributing factor. So cutting back on alcohol guys is a good thing to do as you get older because one hangovers get worse. It's like, it's like two days, sometimes three days. You know, if you go too hard, it can be three days. Take it easy, guys. What else? Hmm. Should I take Ginkgo Biloba for my memory? Right into the podcast. Let me know what you think. (laughs) Or if you have any sort of like memory remedies or hangover remedies, why don't you email me? Unrulypodcast.gmail.com. I know people are listening. Like people listen to this podcast and I see the stats. Like we, I have listeners in Japan. I have listeners in Canada. I have a listener in France. 
I have no idea what's going on, but people are listening and they're not writing in and that's fine. Or write me for advice. You know, maybe I'll have an advice show and I'll have me and another comic give advice or I'll give advice by myself. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about. So if, if anybody is in the comedy community, they may be familiar with this story. So there was, um, a couple of years ago, a guy who was, uh, basically banned from the UCB for accusations of rape. And an article just came out recently. No, just today on Splitsider where it said that this guy, and I don't want to say his name. So if you're in comedy, you know, his name. But, I mean, you'll easily be able to find this if you Google it. So just Google comedian suing UCB for reverse gender discrimination. So he's suing the UCB saying that they discriminated against him uh, for being a man because they didn't, quote unquote, thoroughly investigate um, his rape accusations and they didn't identify his victims. But I don't know. I The whole thing seems very tenuous. It doesn't seem like a lawsuit that's going to hold. Um, but the unbelievable thing about this article, you know, it, it says in this article that this guy thinks that a sketch that was on SNL about the Time's Up movement was a direct reference to him. Uh, so it says here, um, name of the person suing. <laughs> blank fill in the blank thinks a recent snl sketch about a deodorant for quote men who are feeling the heat because their time is up is even a reference to him okay i just want to say one thing about this what a narcissist okay this person is so full of themselves that one they think that snl is directly referencing them in one sketch which is unbelievable okay and then you know, he's suing the UCB, which is now, I mean, quite honestly, a major corporation for reverse gender discrimination. When, in fact, if you're in the comedy community, you know that this guy has been accused by multiple women over multiple years. And I'm, when I say multiple women, I mean, I, uh, we're talking like like five, six women, women who said that this guy raped them. So I'm not going to say his name, but... That's all I wanted to bring up about that lawsuit, which seems completely, I honestly, I don't think it'll go forward. You know, I'm not a legal expert. Yes, I do work at a law firm. Yes, I am about to have an ABA paralegal certificate, but I don't know, it it just doesn't seem like it's going to go through. My back still hurts, you know, so that's a callback, (laughs) a callback to what I started with. Um, My back hurts. I may lay down on a hard ground later. Laying down on a hard surface is one of the best things you can do when your back is messed up. But apparently I'm not the only person with uh, back pain. You know, the human body just wasn't meant to function the way it does. I think the spine, like the spine is so poorly designed to like actually like propel the weight of a human body. (laughs) Like it's so bad. So everybody's back is fucked up. Back pain is such a racket too. You know, chiropractors. I will never go to a chiropractor ever again. I had a chiropractor crack my back years ago and I couldn't walk for three days after that. So you do the math guys. Uh, they're not real doctors. (laughs) No shade, no shade. They're, they're just not for me. Like whenever I see somebody on Facebook, you know, posts like, oh, can you recommend me a chiropractor? I always like try to make a comment being like, don't go to a chiropractor. But 
you know, people don't listen. You know, they they want they get all cocky. They're like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have this guy who isn't a medical doctor, you know, lay me down on a table and and drape me over his knee and and fucking crack my spine. <laughs> You know, because that seems like a good idea. I should do that. I recommend, you know, just getting through it. Just getting through Lay down on the hard ground, you know. Uh, we all need some humility once in a while. And one of the things that brings me humility is back pain. You know, I'm only human. Perfectionism only goes so far. And I've cured myself of perfectionism mostly. And you know what? I'm fine with the fact that my back hurts today because I still had a productive day. You know, I uh, I did two open mics, set up some shows for the future, which will be on my website. I will be updating my website, unrulymaruli.com, guys. Um, yeah, I think people go on my website. Well, no, I know they do because I get, I get emails from my website. I don't know why I have to drag myself. I'm I'm in pain. So anywho, we're at 36 minutes. I think this is sufficient, guys. Um, so yeah, once again, any questions, concerns, email me unrulypodcast.gmail.com. Please rate and view the podcast on iTunes. It's also on SoundCloud for your listening pleasure. And I know people have been listening. I, I, I like the numbers so far. And I think we're going to be foraying maybe into live podcasting, like Facebook live video streaming. We'll see. Um, we're going to experiment with that in the Comedy Store studio. So, guys, um, that's it. Have a pleasant evening. A pleasant week. Let's have a productive week. I feel like this week is going to be really good. Um, even though last week I was kind of disturbed by the uh, the moon. I don't know if anybody was feeling sad last week, but I definitely think it was related to the moon. Uh, don't at me on that because, listen... The tides of the moon were strong, and I was feeling it. Um, I guess that's it. I don't really have any shows coming up, but, well, until March is a pretty busy month. Uh, next week, uh, my guest is Samir Suri, so look forward to that episode. And, uh, yeah, have a good night, guys. Take care. Yeah.